Well, we've learned thus far this evening that mankind became disobedient to our Creator only shortly after our creation and fell under his just condemnation. God promised a savior, however, someone to be born of a virgin, of a woman. Many years went by, and God promised to a man named Abraham that through his descendants all the nations of the earth would be blessed. More years went by, and God promised to one of Abraham's descendants, King David, that he would raise up a king from David's line whose rule would never end and who would be called the Lord is our righteousness and even mighty God. More years went by and God indicated that this king would be born in the town of Bethlehem. And then finally, it all begins to take place. An angel promises Mary a son by the Holy Spirit the Son of the Most High, who would reign on David's throne forever. As it turns out, this child is born in Bethlehem. And on the night of his birth, we hear from angels again. Let's listen to the story. I will read Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 20. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled, filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured this, these things in her heart, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had seen and heard as it had been told them. One of the most familiar perils of the Christmas season begins, Hark, the herald angels sing. Hark means listen. So the carol is inviting us to listen to what the angels said. Sometimes what first comes to mind is, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. And we should listen to that. But the passage we just read says that the shepherds made known to everyone they met the saying that had been told to them concerning this child. Well, what saying is that? It must be what the first angel said. For unto you is born 
this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. For the next few minutes, I'd like us to consider those three words that the angel used to describe this newborn babe. Savior, Christ, and Lord. First, let us consider Jesus as Savior. Christmas became necessary when mankind rebelled against God. We cannot understand Christmas unless we understand that we need a Savior. Without Jesus, we are in a dreadful state. We stand as enemies of God, our Creator, failing miserably to fulfill the very purpose of our creation, and we are justly under his condemnation. Christmas, though, is the sending of our Savior, God's gracious rescue mission for sinners who don't deserve it at all. Jesus was born so he could die for our sins and reconcile us to God. The Bible says of those who put their trust in Jesus that they have peace with God. The carol, therefore, says, Peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconcile. You might remember that one of the promises we read earlier said that the promised Savior would be called the Lord is our righteousness. The Bible says that God made Jesus, who knew no sin, to be sin for our sake, so that in Jesus we might become the righteousness of God. So, the carol says, Hail the heaven-born Prince of Peace. Hail the Son of Righteousness. Light and life to all he brings, risen with healing in his wings. He was born that man no more may die. Born to raise the sons of earth. Born to give them second birth. First then, as we hearken to the herald angels, we learn that Jesus was born the Savior. Second, we hear the angels say, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Christ. Christ means anointed one. In the Old Testament, kings were anointed. So among the things indicated by the title Christ is that Jesus is the long-awaited king of David's line who would reign in righteousness forever. So, the carol says, Hark, the herald angels sing, Glory to the newborn king. It says, Joyful, all nations rise, join the triumph of the skies. With the angels, with the angelic hosts proclaim, Christ is born in Bethlehem. A king is one who has ultimate authority over his domain. So, we don't trifle with this one born a cute little baby in Bethlehem. We submit to him. We would have reason to tremble before this one who judges the world with a verdict that is final. But we begin to appreciate the wonder that the Christ is also the Savior. But we haven't begun yet to appreciate the extent 
of the Christ's authority. We need to hear the third word spoken by the angel. The angel said, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. So who appeared to the shepherds? It was the angel of the Lord. And whose glory shone about them and made them very afraid as it shone there? It was the glory of the Lord. And what did the shepherds say after the angels disappeared from their view? Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that the Lord has made known to us. This anointed one is not just the greatest of the kings on earth. He is the eternal Lord of heaven and earth. So, the carol says, Christ, by highest heaven adored. Christ, the everlasting Lord. Late in time, behold him come, offspring of a virgin's womb. Jesus' miraculous conception and birth to a virgin is important because he is both fully man and fully divine. The carol continues, Veiled in flesh, the Godhead see. Hail the incarnate deity. Pleased as man with men to dwell, Jesus our Emmanuel, which means God with us. This is no ordinary human baby. The carol says, Mild he lay his glory by. He who was in the form of God did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. Mild he lays his glory by born that man no more may die. This is the wonder of Christmas. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. The angel said he was bringing good news of good, great joy that would be for all the people. For those of us who know Jesus for who he is, this is the joy of Christmas. Our Savior is born, who is Christ, the Lord. For those here this evening who do not know Jesus as these things, there's a final verse to our carol that isn't sung as often. It says, Come, desire of nations, come, fix in us thy humble home. What good is it to celebrate the coming of the king of all the earth if he isn't your king? The verse continues, Rise, the woman's conquering seed, bruise in us the serpent's head. Adam's likeness, now a face, stamp thine image in its place. Second Adam from above, Reinstate us in thy love. This is our invitation to you. Come to know the joy of Christmas 
by coming to know Jesus himself, the one who is Savior, Christ, and Lord. After the service, please ask one of us how you can come to know him. But for now, let us sing with full understanding this great carol, Hark, the herald angels sing. And after it, another carol that speaks of the rule that this one, our Savior, Christ the Lord, is to have.